This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Got my buddy Brad Allen. Hello. What is going on, Brad? End of summer, fall time? It's crazy. It's crazy how fast it went this summer, you know? It does. I, I mean, I say that every quick. summer, but the, every year it seems to go a little bit quicker. Well, I know we're so fortunate people tune in from all over the country, but, you know, the, the summers in Wisconsin can yeah. be brief. Very. Yeah. Like a week. Although it feels like the last couple of years we haven't really had a fall. It stays warm pretty long and then it's cold. Yeah. It just depends how soon that comes. Yeah, hopefully not you know? soon. Yeah, not soon. I know. I already have a tree in the backyard that's turning orange. So, I mean, it's not even September yet. So that might be a sign that it's it's coming. starting huh? a little bit earlier this year. Yeah, I don't know. It's coming. You guys got any fall trips? Anything exciting? We're, uh, we're going to go to Door County, which, uh, you know, a couple hours up north in Wisconsin here. It's just a nice little spot. Yeah, for folks tuning in from different parts of the country, that's the kind of finger, the thumb that sticks off of Wisconsin. Right, and right. Great uh, vacation area for so many people in the Midwest. They call it the uh, the staycation, right? And it feels like you're somewhere else, but uh, you're only three hours from home. So I love Door County. There's so much to do, and, and my on my dad's side, my grandmother, every year about this time of year, late August, would rent a house for the for the week in a little town there called Ephraim. Sure. And we'd all kind of that whole side of the family would converge upon Door County for the week. So I got to see cousins and family. I, I didn't get to see that often. And it was always like right before school started. So it was like right. the last hurrah yeah. summer. And yeah. boy, I think we did that for 20 years, I bet. It's a beautiful little town, Ephraim, right on the, the, the water there, right on the, yeah. the, the, the lake. Dry town, but some great right. fishing. There's yeah. kind of an old school ice cream shop. There. I don't know that they're dry anymore, though. I Are they not? Is that, changed, is that bad information? No, fake I, news? they might be. I don't know. But, fake uh, news. Yeah. I'm reporting fake news, Brad. <laughs> but great topic this week, Brad. You know, when you think about retirement, just about every decision you make is going to involve assessing and balancing trade-offs. And this is really true when it comes to investing and dealing with your retirement assets, it's really important to understand there's no perfect financial instrument, so to gain some feature or attribute you find attractive will likely require giving something up. And in today's show, we'll talk about some common retirement decisions and the trade-offs that they typically involve. But more importantly, I want to show you a simple financial strategy that I believe can help you find success in the future. And as you listen in, keep in mind that if you're not sure that your retirement's on the right track, Today is an important day to find somebody to help you with that. You want to have a plan, find a good fiduciary. That's something that we've helped folks all over the country. It's a complimentary process with us, but we certainly understand we're not the only ones doing that. So find a good fiduciary that can help you with that. You can uh, see all of our ways to connect with us complimentary at retirementreadyshow.com. But Brad, in order to help live the retirement you want, you have to first decide you know, really what are the most important things you want your retirement assets to accomplish for you? If you're like a lot of people, you want to need a combination of things. And this can make investing for retirement seem really complex, hard to understand, because there's no single instrument that kind of excels at everything. 
So the goal today will be to give you some tools to help you reduce or remove some of this complexity. But what I really want to do is invite you to really kind of come up with that retirement plan that you've dreamed of so you can retire with confidence. And Brad, you know, maybe an example of thinking about pros and cons trade-offs is winning the lottery. We had that big, did you see that big lottery? It was like a billion dollars or something. With a B? With a B. Wow, I didn't see that one. No, I but that's everybody's dream, right? You just buy this ticket, and all of a sudden you're a billionaire. And that's it. Did, now you, what? did you buy a ticket during? No. I guess you didn't see it. So you didn't, no, I don't. I, I, I should because you know maybe you do win, but maybe it's fun to dream. But the odds are like so ridiculous. Right. I just can't get myself to spend the money. Yeah, but somebody's got to win, right? That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they say. So if you have ever uh, purchased a lottery ticket, there's a good chance you spent at least a moment or two fantasizing about what you do with the money if you won. But if you are so fortunate, the very first decision you have to make after winning is to either take the cash option with the lump sum payout or the annuity option with an annual payout. And if you're wondering what this has to do with retirement planning, the answer is a lot more than you might expect. The choices here represent two very different payout options, each with its own distinct advantages and disadvantages. And this is the same just for about every decision or action that you might take involving your retirement assets. Because of this, there are three crucial things that are very important to consider before any major financial decisions are made. So the first one is to take the time, clearly understand both the advantages and disadvantages of any option you may be contemplating, and also be wary of any broker, advisor, or promoter who tells you that there are no disadvantages to what they're recommending. There's no perfect investment out there. There's no perfect strategy. There is always going to be some give and some take, right? So the second thing is before you make any decision, take the time to be crystal clear about the objectives and exactly what are you trying to accomplish? What are your long-term goals? Do you want to leave money to kids? you want to bounce that last check you ever write? You know, you have those goals in mind and, and then you can set objectives along the way to hit those goals. And then lastly, evaluate the advantages and then the disadvantages of any choice that you see and what are you gaining and or sacrificing in line with those objectives and goals that you set for yourself. So just take some time and make sure it's the right decision for you before jumping into anything. And let's give some examples, Brad. I think there's two major decisions that are really common in retirement and the trade-offs that are kind of involved that we're discussing today. First one is risk and safety. One of the biggest things that must be balanced in retirement planning are the compromises that need to be made when it comes to investment savings. Since you don't get a second chance of building a nest egg, it's really important to get this money saved. Some people think about it as graduating from an accumulation stage to a preservation stage. But at the same time, it's also important for this money to grow to keep up with inflation and, you know, and provide for long-term needs. We're all feeling those pressures of inflation right now. And to keep money safe is pretty simple. One strategy may be put it in government bonds or FDIC-insured bank account. But while this doesn't provide the advantage of excuse me, why it does provide the advantage of safety, it requires trade-off in the form of little or no real growth. So to have the best chance of gaining the advantage of growth, we might invest retirement savings into the stock market. But this requires accepting the trade-offs of the you know potential of investment loss and, and, and losing money in your portfolio. And if you're like many people, you might say that you need both growth potential and safety. And in just a few minutes, we'll talk about how this might be possible. 
but not because there's some perfect investment or financial instrument that offers both. The other thing we think about a lot in retirement and retirement planning is income versus growth. And transitioning between work and retirement often involves figuring out how to replace your work paycheck from employment to a retirement paycheck from your savings. To have sufficient retirement income typically requires retirees to draw down their savings. But the key is to do this in a way that will reduce the risk of completely exhausting the savings while you're still alive. With this in mind, it might seem that the best investment strategy would be one that has the greatest growth potential. And a lot of people rely on this type of logic when they commit a large portion of their savings to stocks and stock market investments. In the past, stocks have been proven to be a great place to invest money when growth is the objective. For example, the S&P 500 has gained about 10.7% on average annually since it was introduced in 1957. But there's a trade-off that must be accepted to, do, to achieve this growth potential. Historically, a retiree can accept, expect to endure between three to five downward swings in the markets. The danger here is that when stock prices are depressed, more stocks will need to be sold to generate the same income. And once a stock or mutual fund is sold at a loss, it's no longer in a portfolio to recover. Brad, this is particularly risky for folks that are nearing or just entering retirement. It's what we call sequence of return risk. We know losses early in retirement can have much larger impact on the longevity of your portfolio than losses later in retirement. And the hard part is we don't know when those lost periods are coming. Anyone who tells you they know is making an educated guess at best. Um, we don't know when those are coming. So we do need a strategy to deal with this so we're not selling stocks at a reduced price and really wiping out the longevity of our portfolio. One way to accomplish this to really eliminate that risk and, and to potentially eliminate the sequence of return risk is to come up with a bucketing strategy. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement ready roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, in the perfect world, you could find the perfect investment and it might look something like this so it would provide a rate of return great enough to combat inflation and help meet other long-term objectives it also give you a steady source of inflation adjusted income that, that that you could depend on for as long as you live it would be completely liquid you could withdraw as much as the of the balance as you needed without any penalties and your money would be entirely protected from investment loss unfortunately nothing like that is out there right there's no perfect single investment that can be that can provide all of these different features but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's impossible to build a portfolio that can to a degree give you a similar some similar advantages to that the key is to understand that this requires what we refer to as a bucket strategy I had a conversation about this last week uh, in a class that we taught we were talking about the different buckets of retirement and how they work with taxes and all these different things the idea is to divide retirement assets into different buckets, each with investment objectives that are in line with the, the purpose we identify for that particular bucket. It's a strategy that has advantages of both being 
being easy to understand and also easy to implement. So there's different types of buckets. You have conservative, moderate, aggressive. Uh, you know, you have liquid buckets, income buckets, growth buckets. So let's break that down here just for a second. The first bucket's going to be liquid. It's your liquid bucket because it's important to have a retirement emergency fund. You should have a liquidity bucket. For conversation purposes, let's say that, that, that you determine you need $25,000 in a safe bucket. That's in cash. That's easy to draw from. So the objective there, the primary objective at least for this money is to keep it safe and, and have, some, uh, have it accessible if you need to withdraw without any kind of penalties, those kind of things. Now, there's a trade-off to that. You know, There's nothing perfect, so we expect that the trade-off is going to be if it's safe and it's liquid, you're probably not going to grow a lot. right? If it's in a money market, if it's in a bank account, you're, you're making maybe a a little bit as far as interest goes, but not enough to keep up with inflation. So the key to this strategy is to try not to overfill that bucket or any other bucket. You need to access that cash in case of an emergency, but you don't want to have too much in there. And we've seen, uh, you know, over the, the, the past six months or so, there's a lot of clients that are moving more and more money to cash, just worried about the downturns in the market. On the other side of that, though, you have inflation at, uh, you know, above 7 8%, right? So you have to keep up with that or else your dollars are eroding. So don't fill it up too much, but then uh, also have some liquidity there. So and then the next one is income. Income bucket, right? The kind of bucket in between. And you can think about those as liquidity, income, and kind of our long-term growth bucket. You could think of it as time horizons, right? That first bucket is the money I'm going to use right at retirement for the first 10 years. That mid bucket will be that 10 to 20, 30 year money. And then that last bucket can be the bucket we may never touch or, or it's there for the long term. But that midterm bucket, the income bucket, really is there because you need to replace the paycheck you lose once you retire. And that's why this income bucket is so important. The primary objective for this bucket is to generate a steady cash flow over a long period of time that could be used for income. But because the stability of your income is key to a secure retirement, it can be a mistake to choose something risky as the investment in this bucket because we need it to be that retirement income generator. The trade-off, what you should be prepared to give up in order to get secure retirement, similar to your liquidity bucket, growth will typically need to be sacrificed by one degree or another. In fact, to provide sufficient income, this bucket will most likely need to use both interest as well as a portion of the principal balance to make up the cash flow generated. Because of this, a reasonable expectation should be that the dollar balance in this bucket will consistently decline over time. But that, again, gets offset by the growth bucket because we're making earnings there Oftentimes, you can live off of these safer buckets, but not see your overall balances decline. And, and the amount of bread, the amount of savings that you might allocate to this to bucket is going to really depend on the amount of income you need or want. For most clients, I recommend allocating only enough money so that resulting income combined with your Social Security, pensions, other income sources is sufficient to pay your essential living expenses. It's difficult to enjoy retirement if each month you have to worry about where the money's going to come from to pay for groceries or mortgage or other bills that have to be paid. A question many clients often ask, why not allocate more to this bucket so I can have more income? In some cases, this might make sense, but for many people, it will not. The reason, that, that, the reason is that to meet longer-term needs, we can't just focus on income. It's also going to be really important to maximize growth potential 
on some portion of the savings. Brad, to your point, we want to offset the effects of inflation. We're all getting kicked in the butt by inflation right now. And that's where that growth bucket can come in and really help us. Well, any savings that that's not allocated to that liquidity bucket, the income bucket, or any other kind of buckets that you, you put in place, uh, the money should be in a growth bucket. And the objective there is, is, is that this bucket is going to provide the growth needed to help keep up with inflation to meet other long-term re- retirement needs. But there is a trade-off to that as well, right? To maximize growth potential, you should be willing to take on some risk. For example, historically, the stock market has been a great place to grow wealth over the long term. But to achieve this growth, the investor must be willing to put up with the short-term ups and downs that are typical of stocks. When it comes to achieving needed growth, the great thing about using this type of bucket strategy is that as long as the objectives of liquidity and income have been met by their representative, you know, their, their buckets... Any short-term volatility or fluctuations in the value of the growth bucket should not be as concerning. Compare this to a person who has all or most of their savings in the stock market. In other words, he, he only has one bucket that only contains stocks or mutual funds or other investments offering high growth potential but also high risk. This might appear to be a good strategy when the economy and stock market are doing well, but what about during the times of uh, the bad periods, the ups and the, the you always have the downs too, right? What, what I see is, is that without a safe emergency fund and without a secure source of income, retirees often have a big chance in you know losing money over time and that could change their attitude about how comfortable they are in retirement so you just want to be careful and I think you know a topic for another class Tony but you know when you're talking about buckets you're talking about income you're talking about growth the the other thing you have to have a conversation with a client especially about is taxes right? What makes the most sense for these buckets? Like a growth bucket, that's great for Roth money because a Roth IRA, every dollar you make in that account is your money. You never pay taxes on it again. Generally speaking, you want to save a Roth for later in retirement as taxes go up over time. So that growth bucket, if it's filled with Roth money, that'd be ideal. You know, if you're talking about an income bucket and you're just retired, maybe you haven't turned Social Security on yet, you want to start taking from the market, maybe an IRA is a great place to draw from, right? You just retired, you're in the lowest tax bracket of your life at that point, drawing from an IRA might make a lot of sense because every dollar you take out, you're going to pay taxes on it, but you're at the lowest tax bracket of your life. So not only what buckets do you have, but how do you tie in all these other things with those buckets? That's where it gets complicated and that's where we can really help out. And that's where it's really important to have that plan, Brad. We think, you know, we call ours the retirement ready roadmap. And to your point, those buckets, in each bucket, you want to consider risk. You want to consider tax classification and putting the right investments in the right buckets. And boy, doing that can really increase the longevity of the portfolio, but you want to do that right. And it's really important to remember there's no such thing as a perfect investment. And this bucket strategy also isn't perfect. Everything requires trade-offs. The goal is to give up the things you don't value or the things that are less important to you and in exchange for the things that are more important to you. As a financial advisory firm that specializes in retirement planning, one of the ways we serve our clients is to help them understand the trade-offs involved with any investment, financial instrument, or strategy. The goal is to end up with a more comprehensive plan that provides our clients the greatest opportunities to enjoy their retirement. And we're not saying there's any right or wrong investments. We're just saying if you're in a relationship with an advisor and and he or she is just talking about how great something is, 
that might be a red flag to me. I think it's important that a financial advisor fiduciary is telling you about the pros and cons of every financial instrument or investment so you can make an educated decision. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.